early. They had a <laughs> few more to get down. Amen. I like that song. Y'all like that song? I don't think I've heard that one before. Y'all give me just a moment. Because that's what it's all about. It's about Jesus. Take your Bibles, turn to Matthew chapter number 1 today. Mark that and get your spot there in chapter 1 and maybe find your way over to Acts chapter 1 as well. Kind of the two places we'll go this morning. Taking, a, I guess, at least a week's sabbatical from our series on the First Peter. I wrestled and wrestled, wrestled all week with the the message in First Peter, got one together, I just didn't feel liberty to preach it this morning. When you wake up and the Lord changes something on you, and you, sometimes you, I don't know if you've never been there as a pastor, you're like, why? I'm not ready to preach what I'm getting ready to preach. Although it's simple and I could do it. It's, uh, you know, Lord, I've been studying and prepping this other thing, and why do you want to change? And, <laughs> well, if you just heard in that song... <laughs> how the Lord works things out this same Jesus y'all heard that we're going to look at that this morning I'm going to preach a message just simply I called this his name is Jesus if you like Christmas messages this is about as close as it gets amen for me what happens I got up and I was in the shower and uh, I was ready to preach first Peter and then I was listening to uh, some music as I usually do and while I'm in the shower and uh the song came on, and the song well, it was actually two songs back to back. You'll hear one of them a little later. It just kind of drove me here. And the first song I was listening to, I love this old song. It's called "Did I Mention That I Love Him." I did what I'm doing right now. I just kind of got to crying in the shower. And the song goes, "How many sermons can be preached about this Jesus? <laughs> How many songs can be sung about God's Son? There are not enough words." There are not enough notes in the music to tell the story of all our Savior has done. Did I mention that I love Him? How I worship and adore Him. Where I can see no way, He makes a way. And did I mention He's been faithful to every promise He ever made me? I love him. And that's all I'm here to say. Just that simple this morning. Matthew chapter 1. Flip there with me. and We'll pick up our reading in verse number 18. If you'd stand just to give you a chance. Stretch your legs for a second. and You don't have to. You sit if it's where you're more comfortable. But we'll reverence God's word. We'll pick up verse number 18 just to get our context here. The Bible says this. Now the, the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise when, when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. But while he fought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, 
For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. For he shall save people from their sins. Jesus, the sweetest name I know. Jesus, you know what it means? <laughs> Simply means this, Jehovah is salvation. Flip over with me to Acts chapter 1 for just one moment. We just read about the birth of Jesus. But I want to read one more tremendous event. And then we're going to preach everything in between. <laughs> Acts chapter number 1. As they just sung about. Folks are all gathered around and Jesus, after he had come and lived for 33 plus years, he had already died and, and was buried and he had already rose from the dead. And about 40 days after that, he's about now to ascend into heaven. And we get down to Acts chapter 1, he gives his last words are really our greatest commission. And he says in verse 8, but you shall receive power after that. The Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. And when he had spoken these things while they beheld, he was taken up and, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly towards heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing into heaven? This same Jesus. What same Jesus? The one we just read about that was prophesied going to be born in Bethlehem. Which is taken up from you into heaven. So shall he come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. Father, we just want to thank you for the privilege it is to talk about this same Jesus. Lord, thank you that his name was called Jesus. For he certainly is the Savior of our souls. Jehovah is salvation. And Lord, help us today to focus in on exactly who this Jesus was. As this season comes, Lord, as we get caught up in all that is going on and all the activities, thank you for all those activities. But, but Father, help us to remember the Jesus behind it all. Thank you that we can worship this Jesus. His name shall be called Jesus. Jesus. Bless now this service in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for standing. So who is this same Jesus? Who is this man named Jesus? It kind of depends on who you talk about because, you know, religions all over the world talk about this man named Jesus. And, but is he the same Jesus we talk about? The Jews believe he was a good man. They believe he was a rabbi, even a, a master teacher, if you would. But they don't think he was Savior. The Mormons believe that he, he was a created being. In fact, if you get in and study what they really believe, they believe he was, he was the brother of Satan. That's not the Jesus we're reading about. Islam believes Jesus was just another prophet, like, like Isaiah was, or Ezekiel, or, or maybe even John the Baptist. But he wasn't the Savior. The Jesus of the Bible is the Jesus of Christianity, friends. And he is the one who came to save us. From our sins. Christianity is about a lot of things. 
We make it about a lot more than it really is, but it's about doctrine, it's about precepts, it's about faith, it's about values. But more than all that other stuff, you want to know at the end of the day what it's really about? It's about a person. And his name is Jesus. Listen, without the person, every promise, every principle, every provision really doesn't amount to a hill of beans. Jesus is the one who was born of a virgin in a small town of Bethlehem. Jesus is the one who lived a perfect and sinless life. Jesus is the one who healed the sick and made the lame walk and brought the dead back to life. Jesus is the one who willingly took the beating that you and I deserved and hung there on that old rugged cross and shed His blood for the remission of sins. Jesus is the one who got up on that third and appointed day just like He said He would. That's the Jesus we're talking about. And that same Jesus is coming back again. Somebody say amen. Are we thankful for that this morning? That's the Jesus. Listen, he's coming back in the clouds just like he went in the clouds. And he's going to call his church home. And then, then he's going to come back one more time after that. And he's going to come back on a white horse. And we're coming back on horses with him. You better get some horse riding lessons, amen, because we're coming back with him. And that Jesus, hey, that is the only way to heaven through that Jesus. That's a Jesus Christianity is supposed to be talking about. Everybody wants to change him. Some even want to minimize him, make it about something else. And I tell you, it's all about Jesus. There's no other name given under heaven amongst men whereby we must be saved than the name of Jesus. Not Buddha, not Muhammad, not Joseph Smith, not Ellen White, not Billy Graham or any other preacher. <laughs> Jesus, 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 Jesus. And that's the name we're here to talk about today. His name is Jesus. Get your pencils ready and we'll see what we hear, where we go to. Just wrote down some facts about this Jesus this morning. Pretty simple. You can flip there if you want. You may get there about the time I roll on, but we're going to go pretty quick this morning. But talking about this Jesus, can I tell you about this Jesus? Can I tell you who this same Jesus is? Can I tell you about this one whose name is Jesus? Can I tell you this? He was first the pre-existing Jesus, the pre-existing Jesus. Do you know what? He was alive before he was ever born. You ever think about that? <laughs> he always has been. Listen, he's always existed. John 1 and verse 30 says this, This is he of whom I said, After me cometh a man which is preferred before me, for he was, John said. Jesus has always been. Aren't you thankful for that? It wasn't just when he was born as we celebrate this season that he became Jesus. He's always been God and he's always existed. He's the creator of the world. He's the sustainer of the world. And he, is, he holds this whole world in his right hand. That's our Jesus. John 1 and verse number 1, the Bible says, In the beginning was the Word, and, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And the Word was made flesh, in verse 14, and dwelt among us, and we beheld the glory. The, the only begotten Son of God. First Peter 1.20 said this, Who was verily foreordained before the foundation of this world, but was manifest in this last time. Can I just tell you, don't think uh, Jesus started to exist the day he was born in Bethlehem. He's always been. He's the pre-existing Jesus. In fact, here's the way Jesus himself said it. He said, before, Verily, verily, I say unto you, before even Abraham was, he said, I am. Before this earth was, I am. He is the pre-existing. Write this down also. Thought about a couple thoughts. Uh, he was also the prophesied Jesus. The prophesied Jesus. You know this 
this Christmas season as we get in, well, we often read uh, these verses like Isaiah chapter 7 and verse 14, where it told us hundreds of years before Jesus was ever born that, Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. Y'all know what Emmanuel means, right? It means God with us. Praise God. Hey, the God of glory, the God of heaven, the God of creation came down, was born of a virgin, and he dwelt among us. Emmanuel, God with us. Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6, the Bible said, He shall be called the Wonderful, the Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. That's, that's the God we're talking about. Micah said it this way, But thou, Bethlehem, Euphrata, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall come forth unto me one is to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth have been from old, from everlasting. He's always existed, friends. Matthew 1 and verse 21, we read it just a moment ago. But he shall bring forth the Son, thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save them from their sins. Isaiah, Micah, others testified, prophesied hundreds of years before he was ever born that he was coming. And Acts 10, 43, to him gave all the prophets witnesses that they, through his name, whosoever believeth in him shall receive the remission of sin. 300 detailed prophecies were fulfilled that day that we celebrate and call Christmas, the day Jesus was born of that virgin. 300 plus, written hundreds of years earlier. He's always been. Can I tell you, he's the pre-existing Jesus. He's the prophesied Jesus. But write this down also, he's the prized Jesus. <laughs> he's the prized Jesus. I like what in G Matthew chapter 3, verse 17 and lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. <laughs> Listen, if God the Father is pleased with Jesus, we, and he prizes him, we ought to prize him too. Those that saw him, and those that heard him speak all throughout the Bible, they said there's never been one that would speak like Jesus. In fact, they said never a man spake like this man. I wish I could enunciate uh, probably how he enunciated. I wish I had the power behind, behind me that, that his words had. But I can read them from Scripture and thank God that it's just as powerful in Scripture as it was the day he spoke it. But listen, there's never been one that spoke like he spoke. Whew. My Savior. Matthew 8 and 27, the Bible says, But the men marveled, saying, What a manner of man is this, that the, even the winds and the sea obey. I can tell it stops snowing. It don't stop snowing. <laughs> he can tell the storm to be still, and it'll be still like that. That Jesus, he's the prized one. What a prize. What a treasure he is. I just wonder, do you know him today? <laughs> he's greater than riches. <laughs> he's precious in every single way. Not a single trophy in the world compares. No award, no amount of money is even anywhere near this prized Jesus. But hang on. He's not just the prize Jesus. Write this down. He's the perfect Jesus. The perfect Jesus. I'm going to sit here for maybe just a second or two because we're living in a time, I'm telling you what, where there's all kinds of stories about Jesus that's come out of liberal theologians, that's come out of uh, history channels and all this stuff that, about Jesus and yeah, well he wasn't who we, the Bible necessarily said he was he did this don't believe that nonsense there's only one who's ever lived a perfect sinless life and by the way it ain't me it ain't some other preacher and it ain't you his name is Jesus 
Hebrews 4 and verse 15 says, For we have not a high priest, which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but was attempted in all points like us, yet without sin. Can it be any clearer than that? Hey, this Jesus, this same Jesus, this one named Jesus had no sins. He had no stains in his life. And I don't care how much liberal theologies you listen to this morning. He was not married. Hello. (laughs) I don't care how many shows you watch on the History Channel. He wasn't a young one who went out and sowed his oats as a young teenager. (laughs) That's That's not the Jesus of the Bible, friends. This Jesus was perfect. Can I tell you, he was perfect in every way. He was perfect in plan. He was perfect in precept. He was perfect in presentation. He was even perfect in perfection. Y'all figure that one out. Amen. <laughs> perfect as a man, 100% man, and perfect as God, 100% God. You say that math doesn't work out. Well, you need some new math. Let's get some Bible math. Amen. That's the new math we need. I'm talking morally spiritually, physically, philosophically, perfect, 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 perfect. Jesus never had one moment of regret. Ooh, did you ever think about that? <laughs> How many of y'all had some regrets <laughs> today? <laughs> did you ever think about someone who lived so perfect that he never had to regret anything he ever done? That's my Jesus. That's this one named Jesus. That's this same Jesus that they were talking about. The spotless Lamb of God, perfect in every way. Listen, but he's not only the perfect Jesus, he was the powerful Jesus. Don't mistake his meekness and his mildness as characteristics of weakness. Because I want to tell you, there's none as powerful as the name of Jesus. He's the omni, omnipotent one. That means he's all-powerful. He's the om, omnipresent one. That means he's everywhere. He's the omnificent one. That means he knows everything. There's only one who knows everything, who is everywhere and is all-powerful, and his name is Jesus. Matthew 28, verse 18, And Jesus came and spoke of them said, All power is given to me in heaven and in earth. What does all mean? We know that one. And that's all all means. That means all power. Can I tell you, he had power over demons. Somebody ought to say amen there. He had power over devils. He had power over disease. Can you imagine being, listen, a disease in a neighborhood he was in, you couldn't hang out. (laughs) He was going to eject you. He was going to get you out. He had power over death. He never walked into a situation, never, that he couldn't conquer or control. Some say today, oh, well, he, he, he couldn't do anything about himself on the cross. Can I remind you, he could have called down 10,000 legions of angels. He could have spoken and got removed from that cross. He died willingly for our sin because we needed a Savior. That's real power when you got the power to do something about it. And you don't. Because you loved old sinners like you and me that much that you came to make a way for us power all power hey where disease was he had the cure where death was he is the resurrection that's the reason why we we put our faith in jesus christ death burial and resurrection we also get victorious we get the victory over death hell and the grave because it's through him and his power he's got all power friends 
His power is greater than the storms of life. His power is greater than the physical storms, greater than earthquakes, and it's greater than all our sin. Listen, I don't know where you are in life. I don't know what's going on in your life. But I want to tell you this. You may be the greatest sinner that ever lived. But he's the greatest Savior that ever lived. And he is more great than your worst sin. And he'll save you and forgive you for it. Thank God for the power. It's this same Jesus. It's this Jesus who died for you. It's this Jesus who was buried. It's this Jesus who rose again from the dead. It's this Jesus who took the payment for our sin willingly that you and I deserve because he has the power to deal with any problem, including our sin problem. There's none too big, and there's no sin too great. Hebrews 7 and verse 25, one of my favorite verses in all the Bible, tells us wherefore he, talking about Jesus, is able to save to the uttermost. Y'all know what that word means? I like that word. That word uttermost means completely, totally, and by the way, forever. Amen. Not till I sin again. (laughs) Forever. Wherefore, he is able to save them which come to him by God, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them. He will save you to the uttermost. The powerful Jesus. Last but not least. Y'all didn't know I could preach that quick, did you? Don't ever forget this one. though. See, y'all, can, y'all would amen me here in a Bible-believing church for all four of them, or all five of them we've covered so far. You'd say I got no problem with any of those things, preacher. Amen. But this is the one we kind of, struggle with at times if we get real honest because not only is he the pre-existing and prophesied and prized and perfect and powerful Jesus but can I tell you this he's the preeminent Jesus what's that word preeminent mean preeminent means first foremost it means listen in every area of your life in every area of my life he ought to be first and foremost. Huh. Told you we struggle with that one, don't we? What's most of our life first and foremost? Us, our family, our job. No, I'm not minimizing any of those things. Those are all very important things, right? But he deserves all preeminence. At the end of the day, it's about him. It's about him. It's about him. It's about him. There is no name higher than the name of Jesus. Philippians 2 and verse number 9 says, Wherefore God hath also ex- highly exalted him. You know, it had been one thing that said it, it exalted him. I mean, if God exalts you, it's pretty good, isn't it? <laughs> but it, the Bible said he had highly exalted him. And given him a name which is above every name can i tell you his name's above every name of every prime minister that's ever lived every president who ever lives we got we got folks who want to minimize his name i want to tell you we got folks who spit on his name who who curse his name who don't believe in his name but i want to tell you one day they're going to meet him eyeball to eyeball and they're going to say the same thing that i hope you've already said in your life that jesus christ you are lord of lords you are king of kings and you are first in my life 
For them, it's going to be too late. But you're still here. You have that opportunity today. Even some of these newer Bibles of mental masking. It's interesting when you read through some of it, like in Matthew even. They'll capitalize King Herod and, and they'll, they'll have lowercase for King Jesus. Huh, getting it backwards. I'm glad he's got this one got it right, amen. Because listen, he is the capital K, King of Kings. He's the capital L, Lord of Lords. He's the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by him. There is no other name given under heaven whereby we must be saved. Jesus said, I am he, I have always been, and I am preeminent. Is he preeminent in your life is the question. Is he first? Is he foremost? This season we're entering and as we're going to celebrate his birth and i'm all for all that i'm i'm not against any of it doesn't this look beautiful <laughs> i'm thankful for freedom in christ uh, we got some people oh you shouldn't have a christmas tree that that were that's a that came from a pagan background and blah, blah, blah. thank god for freedom in christ and as i told you last week listen i'm so free in christ i can sit under a christmas tree oh listen on saint patrick's day and I, I, while i sit there under that christmas tree on saint patrick's day i can i can i can wear a halloween mask and i can eat an easter egg all to the glory of god thank god that's free in christ don't get caught up in all that because guess what? You're missing the reason for the season. It's all about Him. Him. We get so much into what you can't do, can't do, we forget. How about Him? How about Him? Another song I was listening to, I told you I listened to two this morning. Just got me focused on this. This is where the title of the whole message came from. I was reading and it said this, and I was listening to it, and it said, the new world religion serves the God of their choice. But salvation still comes in one name. That name is Jesus. The sweet rose of Sharon, spotless and pure Lamb of God. I'd sing it for you if I could sing. Jesus, the Lion of Judah, the promised Emmanuel, God's Son. Jesus, my Lord and Creator, who witnessed and conquered the grave. Jesus, this world's only Savior. Oh, Jesus, what a wonderful name. His name is Jesus. Can I encourage you this season? Can I encourage you this day and, and really every day? Don't forget about Jesus. It's all about if you don't know him as your Savior, can I, can I implore you today? Make today the day of salvation. Make today the day you realize you're a sinner and you turn and put your trust in his death, his burial, and his resurrection. Make today the day that you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord while you believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. And make today you receive the promise at the end of that verse that says, Thou shalt be saved because that's what his name means he came for one purpose to seek and save that which is lost jesus jehovah is salvation his name is jesus i want you to listen to this song as we close this morning why 
Brother Rich playing this song on the, on the CD. I'm not calling you really to do anything other than if you don't know Jesus. Why don't you just walk down this aisle and I'll take this Bible and show you how you can know heaven's your home this morning. If you know him already, just worship in this song. And we must conform Or we will be left by the change New world religion serves a God of their choice But salvation still comes in one name That name is Jesus Sweet Rose of Sharon Spotless and pure Lamb of God Jesus, the Lion of I'm here thankful for that name of Jesus this morning. You don't know him, listen. Don't leave this place without getting your eternity settled. Sure would love to show you all about his name. He's Lord of all glory, the crown king of kings. All creation will thunder his name. That name is Jesus. Sweet rose of Sharon, spotless and pure lamb of God. Jesus. Brother David, would you close us in prayer?